inspire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the last video I forgot about announcing the snack ebook, Kidney Stone uh-huh. Diet Safe Snacks and Desserts, people. Spent months on that for you. 30 recipes. All kidney stone diet safe, low salt, low sugar, low oxalate, and they're delicious and they're easy, including a high protein, protein bar, low, no, low oxalate protein bar, people. Mm -mm -mm, Sure did make it. And that recipe was very hard to, it took me a long time to come up with that recipe, but it's quite good. And you know what? When I was trying to work on um, a low oxalate protein bar, for us, I'm like, protein bars are so friggin' expensive because I get them from my son. I'm like, they're two bucks a pop. So what I started doing, that was like one of the first recipes I made for that snack book. I'm like, I'm making us a snack, uh, a, a low oxalate protein bar because I can't stand spending the money on it anymore. So did it because all uh, because all protein bars are like almonds or dates, you know, so kidney stone formers don't have a good option. So there's even a low oxalate protein bar. Now, a snack ebook, $9.95, or it comes free with the meal plan service. So a couple different ways to get it, people. Go to kidneystonediet.com backward slash ebook and go get yourself some. I had to open up with that because it's very exciting. People uh-huh. are in an uproar. They're so excited. They have their special snacks now. Awesome. And I'm Jeff, I have to say I'm proud of that book. Definitely. You did a great job. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you yep. you made some amazing recipes along with the photography that I'm always impressed by. Because I love the design and the, the shooting of everything. So I'm always just... The design uh, is amazing. Yeah, like more and more impressed <laughs> by uh, every photo that there is. So, <laughs> so I just, yeah, I love what you're doing with that. And yeah. it's been received well, uh, specifically like yeah. uh, through the email. It seems like like people responded yes. when they, when they yeah. checked it out. You know, it's funny when we make new products, we make them because people are asking us to do whatever it is. And then we hem and haw because we're busy. I'm like, <laughs> a friggin' snack book. How am I going to do this? So I spent the whole summer doing that. But then I just am like, wow, it's pretty amazing. So, and it's what I always tell patients. It's like, patients will tell me, Jill, I don't have time. I said, I don't have time for this snack book for a long time. Well, when we make the time, when we make something, fill in the blank with whatever you're saying you need to do, but you don't have the time for, when we make it a priority, time seems to open up. So it's just another lesson that, that I'm always teaching that I also use in my life. It's like, if you make something a priority, changing your diet, getting enough fluids, exercising more, I don't have time, I don't have time, meal prepping, everyone, I hear this all day long. But when something is at stake, like your health, or if you have clients demanding something and you want to satisfy their needs, you open up the time to get it done. And now, because I'm always telling my patients and students, you know, I'm always chasing outcomes. That's what I look at. Even when I don't really want to do something, I'm like, God, but I'll feel so great when 
fill in the blank is done. And now that that snack book is done, I feel so proud of it. And I'm just like, I can't believe we did this. So it's so awesome, right? So whatever you're trying to incorporate into your life, make it a priority, like meal prepping, and time will open up. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll get rid of some Netflix watching, and you'll make whatever you want a priority, and then you'll get it done. It's very satisfying when that happens. So anyway. Yeah, and it's interesting. Just pearls of wisdom I'm throwing in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes it seems like time just opens up as well. It's like, oh, I don't have time for this. Then all of a sudden you do it. And then it's like, I I still have time left over. Like, I find that a lot with my stuff. Like if it's uh, just sort of like the businessy things that I'm like, oh, I just, I can't fit this in, can't fit it in. Then I do. And when I actually do it, maybe it's that it takes less time than I anticipate. Like almost the, the thought of it is that it's more grand than it actually is. Dude, I will tell you this for sure. I sometimes when I'm stressing about doing something, I'm just like, okay, I wake up. I'm like, okay, Jill, you're stressed again about that. Just get it done. And then when you do it and it took 15 minutes, you're like, I just spent six weeks stressing about not doing something that cost me 15 minutes of time. It is crazy what we do, right? And I'm like, it's the stress that we cause ourselves needlessly when there's really big things in the world that we are stressed about and they, you know, big things. But I'm just saying, Jill, get your taxes done. Jill, get your taxes done. You wait to the 14th every darn year. (laughs) No, not really. But you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I freak out about it more than I'm just sending my stuff to the accountant and he's going to do it. What the heck? I mean, oh my God, just do it. Just do it. And then you get all that you get that stress taken away. And then it's just like, oh, I feel so good, right? So yeah. just do it. Whatever you're trying to incorporate or change, step-by-step step will get you there. But just start. That's where, and people always say, well, I don't have the freaking motor. You think I'm motivated to do everything all the time? Action makes motivation. Action. Start something, then motivation comes. So lots of times going to the gym as much as I do or meal prepping or all the things I do, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. But I know that once I'm done with the thing I don't want to do, I'm going to feel so good. And I'm chasing good feeling. That's what I want. And then I get motivated after I've taken the action. People confuse that a lot. So lots of times, most of the time, action is what's going to create the motivation. Does that make sense? I mean, it's, I love that you say that because my main, like my show, my sort of businessy interview show is called Starting Now. And my entire premise mm-hmm. is that the first most difficult step is getting started. The second yes. is to keep going. But like, you got to get over yes. that first hurdle. And then you're, you're sort of starting again with each step, each, uh, each uh, step in that direction. But yeah, this is, I think it's such an important topic. Just... Uh, just across the board it for is. anything. And for anything, you start and then exactly right. Everybody started a diet a million friggin' times. What happens? They stop it and they gain their weight back, right? So you are exactly right. You must start the thing and then you have to be consistent with it. Those are the two things you need. And that's hard to do. But once you start and you see, this is where the outcomes fall into place too. Once you see how good you feel from starting something and continuing to do it, well, that's when it does become your lifestyle. And 
you become consistent because you want that outcome. Now you're just chasing good feelings. If I ate like crap one day, I'm not going to feel good. Listen, I don't mind that people have their days. That's fine. Who cares about that? Just get right back to work. But I, I hate restarting something. People will be like, Jill, why can't I just take the whole weekend off and eat whatever I want? You can, but why would you want to undo five days of just being so healthy and moving and eating so well and then just trade it up for pure debauchery for 48 hours? And then you got to start all over again on Monday. I, I'm just, mm -mm, I don't like that. It doesn't work for me. I don't like how eating unhealthy makes me feel. So, you know, again, I'm always chasing that outcome. Sure, I'm going to have a hot dog and fries so much because I love it, but I'm not going to have four more meals like that. I get right back to work after my one whatever meal I had because I'm too lazy to restart two days later. It's too hard for me. I don't want to take that route, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and also I think about how hard I work leading up to getting something done and I don't want to unravel that. So once I start something, I'm pretty regimented. Uh, that's important to me, but everyone's got to find their way with that. You know, it's been years since, I've been doing this when you when you change unhealthy habits for healthier habits and you reap the rewards of that, you're going to keep wanting those feelings that you get from it. So when people are doing the diet, Jill, what are you, what are you talking about? Shut up, Jill. I, I don't know what I'm talking about no more. <laughs> people are like, no, Jill, don't ask us to subscribe and do not ask us to like this video because guess what? We don't know what the hell you're talking about. And neither do I, folks. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, so people that have first started their healthy lifestyle, they're like, oh, this sucks. You know, it's really hard, blah, blah, blah. But once they start doing it, like four weeks only, they're like, you know what? I feel pretty good. People don't have a perspective of feeling not good because they've been doing it for a long time, eating unhealthy food, and they just feel how they feel, but they don't have the perspective to weigh it against. Once you start changing your habits and start feeling more energized, getting better sleep, actually working out, fueling your body with nourishing foods, having a stable blood sugar, getting enough fluid so you're not exhausted all the time. Well, hot damn, you're going to feel so good that you'll be like, oh, my God, I now know how bad I actually felt. Right. So all I'm saying, people, is it's wonderful. I guess we're done with this video, whatever the title was. I don't even know what we're going to title this, Jeff. Do we? <laughs> Did we hit everything? Well, yeah, on? no, I think this is really good because um, like what you're describing too, it's like the new normal is what we become accustomed to. We're going to go for the path of least resistance. Yeah. And when that normal diminishes and when we, uh, we start to accept feeling less, less optimized, I don't have a great way to say it, but yeah, like we start to just lower our bar and lower maybe our standards for how we feel when we're sticking with it and we sort of have that day where it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm off the wagon or however it goes, but I'm, I'm off yeah. the diet and lifestyle that I'm, I'm pursuing and I notice, but then going back is it's hard, but it's also like, no, I know it's worth it. But the further we get, the harder it is. And then the more we're like, no, it's too difficult or no, it's too this or that. Um, so I think it's very important. Well, the other thing, it is very important. And the other thing, what really why people can stay consistent in this lifestyle and the kidney stone diet is because they're not just in it to lose four pounds. That is never enough to keep people consistent. Because guess what? A bun is delicious. 
And so people are going to go back typically to their old ways. Usually people are more consistent and stay on their program for a long term when they're trying to lower diabetes risk, lower heart disease, prevent the kidney stone. So once you tag health to eating healthy, instead of just looking adorable in your new shorts, it's not, it's just not long-term worthy to give up your favorite foods, right? Mm -hmm. And also I, I want to remind people, we're not asking you to give up your very favorite foods unless that's almond products and spinach. Everything else is on the table. You can't be consistent long-term to any lifestyle if you take away whole food groups like carbs. Of course you're going to have bread. Of course you're going to have ice cream sometimes. The, the point is that the kidney stone diet, you get right back to work. And then that's how you be consistent because you can't feel deprived every day too. Most people will say, look, I couldn't live without carbs the rest of my life. I did lose 25 pounds, but I gained it right back plus five more because it's just, you have to make a diet that's going to work for you long-term. So you must include your favorite foods there. And that's why the kidney stone diet is a set of goals. We're not telling you what you can and cannot eat because we know that you're grown smart people. And you will eat what you want in normal portion sizes. We do expect you to eat responsibly, that we do. Uh, and then when you have a day that's less than you know your best, then you just get right back on it as soon as you can. But that's how you create a consistent, healthy lifestyle. And over time, you really do. And not that long of a time, think a month. You really do start enjoying the benefits of it rather quickly, people. So... I don't know what we're doing, but I like talking about lifestyle. I like talking about lifestyle because the diet industry does not do a good de deal. They do not do a good job of it. And so what this is, is a lifestyle created with our goals in mind, but with what you like on your plate. That's very, very important. You must keep yourself happy because at the end of the day, food is a wonderful thing. So you must enjoy your favorite foods as well. Okay, so I'm, I'm just bringing that in. When you work with me in any capacity, well, it's in the kidney stone prevention course, private calls, whatever, we go over specifically what kind of foods you want to keep in and we plan for that. Also, we talk about your other medical conditions so you can put those diet lifestyle changes into the kidney stone diet. So it's all, it all makes sense to you and all the things you're trying to uh, troubleshoot because it's very complicated when you have other medical conditions. But the good thing about this diet is it's low sugar, low salt. That's going to hit many other medical conditions. So you'll see. Work with me. You'll see. Stay here on the YouTube channel. Go to the Facebook group. Join the newsletter. There's plenty of free ways to access all this information, which is plentiful. All right, Jeff, let's go. Yeah. So I, I think with that, we will... Uh close down this episode if you have a question we will be back to the faqs on the next episode um but that number again is 773-789-8763 and we would love to uh feature your voice um on one of those future episodes and again you can find everything that we talk about on the show links to everything the products the free free and premium products at kidneystonediet.com and if you like this video like any of them if you give it the thumbs up subscribe it means a lot it goes a long way and we really appreciate each and every one of you who have and who's commented on the videos because that also all of it helps feed in to help us reach more people moving forward so i think with that we will wrap thank you again for uh tuning in and 
We'll see you guys next time. Jeff, I don't know how you work with me. Everybody <laughs> have a good day. See you in the next video. <laughs>